listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Ho, 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 and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, Dad. Uh, Yes, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and everybody listening. (laughs) Uh, The time has come again. It has, indeed. This year has flown by. It Uh, certainly has. My goodness, it has. I look back and I think, gosh, we did a lot this year. I mean, we had the the call, well, the email from Craftsy in Mm -hmm. early part of the year. Yeah. And then we went over to Denver. That's right. We released an untold amount of projects. <laughs> yes, more than ever, I think, isn't it? This this year, oh, I think we've I'm gone through certain. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, and and some of the later ones, I'm sure people will realise have, have really uh, pushed the boat out. You know, they, the last one was a cracker, wasn't it? Mm. And that, that's doing well all round, everywhere. Uh, you know, all the promotion you've done on it. It's it's uh, and I, it actually convinced me, Steve, that I'm going to look for more of that kind of thing now. Oh, I, I've I've sort of fought shy in the past. I know I've done a one or two, um, like I remember the cat. I remember when I just did the cat's head, um, Persian kitten, wasn't it? Something Siamese like that one. Kitten. Oh, Siamese kitten. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that was very successful. I should have learned from that that uh, you know these things are successful. Mm. So I'm I'm on the lookout now. And Sophie, our good friend who allows us to use her wildlife photographs, I was looking on the other day on hers, and she's got some lovely pictures. Mm. And so in the past, I've kind of looked at them and think, oh well, no, you can't see this ear, or you can't see that pore, or. But now I'm looking at it differently. Different compositions. Mm, mm, mm. And, uh, and and the uh, the picture of the the lioness. I mean, I don't know whether I've mentioned it. I did mention it on the member site. I think when I was doing the picture that I I snapped that on my iPad. I was looking at the program. I can't even remember what program it was now, but it was a program I was watching, and I saw there was some wildlife in it. It wasn't a wildlife. Um, a program it just happened to have some wildlife in it and i and i don't think it concentrating on the line i think it was um, on zebras i think or something like that it was completely different but then that the, that lioness was there you know it came to the water and i thought wow that looks good so i snapped it i didn't re- i think realize quite what i'd got until i edited it because it, it was a full picture it wasn't just the the head it was a full picture the you know part of the body and quite a lot of the background as well so there was quite a lot but i didn't like it as so i decided to try to cut it down and when i cut it down to that of course it had a paw in it which was it was silly it looked daft it was all right if i'd done a larger picture the paw would look good but as it happened it just sort of bit of fluff that stuck out on the side well people will see that if they looked at the picture so i thought well i can't do that so i ended up doing what i did and it was very successful and uh, i was really pleased with it mm. so it's given me uh, you know it's given me an ideas now that i can do more of that kind of thing yeah so i'm on the lookout as i say sophie's got some cracking pictures uh, that uh, i'm going to do and i have also got um a head of an eagle now 
this is another thing that I, I thought, no, you want a bit more than just a head, but really you don't. Because if you think about it, that's where all the character is, isn't it? Mm. So I've um, fished that out now again. So that's something that uh, is a possibility for later on. Excellent. Oh, excellent. Well, we like like that. More growth, more learning from you and exploring yeah. different well, avenues. Well, I, another thing I think people, I'm sure they, they do realise on the member side, I, I choose subjects and pictures that I think people can learn from, not necessarily to do the project, but see how I tackle a particular uh, technique or a particular problem that might come up. Mm. So I think, and this is what we've found over this year more than ever, we've seen pictures that people have done themselves and then attributed the uh, you know, techniques to us. Mm. You know, I saw this, you did this on this, and I you did that on that. And I put that together and produce my own picture, which is really what I want people to do, Steve. Yeah. That is, that is the... the uh, idea of the site so it's not necessarily i love people doing the projects i think it's really great that they do and it is the way to learn yeah but uh, if they do their own thing then that's great mm. anyway brilliant enough of that all right we've got some um, some emails to read out some questions uh on the show so the first one's a lovely email that we received from angie um, she says, hi, Colin and Steve. I've been re- meaning to write to you for some time now. I've been been a student of yours on and off for the past year and a half and wanted to thank you for introducing me to the wonderful world of pastel pencils. I discovered your site last year when I googled the question, can you do an entire picture in pastel pencils? I'd only been drawing for a year at that point and, and, and had no interest in painting. So I hoped that it was possible to, to uh, more possible as I was more comfortable using pencils. Your site came up and I was so excited. There I saw entire, then I saw entire pictures, tons of them done in only pastel pencils and I was in heaven. Since then I have explored soft pastels and oil pastels and I think it's safe to say that I love anything pastel. I've completed hmm. over 25 of your tutorials and learnt so much. I also love that you decided to bring back the podcasts. I enjoy hearing your voices and your interaction with each other. You two make me smile. That's nice. Oh, good. Well, that's the idea. That's yeah. what we want to do, isn't it, Steve? There's, there's more. Uh, oh, is there? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's... it's uh, wait, I'll be careful. I included two pictures to show you. One is a small collection of miniature paintings I did following your tutorials instead of the traditional size. It was a fun challenge, and I really learned the importance of sharp pencils. I believe the largest one measured three inches by four inches. The other I included is taken from your hair tutorial that I did on watercolour paper using a Payne's Grey watercolour wash, which I learned from you from the foggy, rainy tutorial, and using monochromatic colour schemes using only 101, 230, 233, 181 and 199. My question Mm -hmm. for you regarding that one is, do you mind if I use it on my website that I'm currently working on? I know you said that we could sell the pictures we produce from your tutorials, but I won't be selling this one as it's dear and dear to me. But I do wish to have it as a header on my website and business cards. Do I have your permission to do so? Um, I call my art page Grey Hair Art, and I do graphic work, graphite work too. So you can see why I found it appropriate. I don't mind mm. if you wish I didn't. I would completely understand. I think you are such an inspiration. Thank you for taking the time to read this and for your consideration. Sincerely, Angie. 
Absolutely. Well, that's fun. wonderful, isn't it? It kind of backs up what I was saying earlier, and I didn't know you were going to read that one out. You know, yes. that you can you can take, uh, you know, what I do and then adapt it for yourself, and that's exactly what she's done. It's all about technique, isn't it? Everything that we do is about technique, and learning that technique is vital if you're going to, and the right way too. The way I've over the years, I've learned these techniques and I've found I'm still finding them and I hope I will continue to do so. But at least we've got a good batch of them now under our belt. And by using those techniques on your pictures, you're going to end up with good results, which is what Angie's done. And that's great news. Lovely. That's uh, very so nice. Obviously, and she yes, can you use can. that picture yeah. absolutely yes you can you can use anything you do yourself you can use anyway i mean we this copyright business is a bit of a pain sometimes and but i do appreciate it you know people have got to protect their their interest but in 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 our case um that picture uh, we we actually i don't know whether we ever mentioned that we actually paid for that picture for use of that picture for commercial premises yes by somebody and uh, we paid for the use of it so we have got the use of that and anybody that produces it from our picture then they have also got the use mm. because it's, it's all linked so yes absolutely and well done for it uh, i did see the picture i remember you sending it to me it looked really good yeah it's um it's really nice to see and and i you know after 25 pictures as well of doing 25 of our tutorials mm. then you, you're gonna have a really good basis to to do your own work aren't you so. mm. well a lot of people do i know fight shy of that i think oh no i mustn't do colin's work i've got to do my own but this is the only way you do learn if you do if you follow my projects and you do enough of them you're going to pick up the techniques i use mm. and that then gives you the um the ability to do your own uh artistic impressions using those techniques but if you if you don't do that you're, you're going to flounder from the beginning and uh, i mean some people can do it some people can't but uh, i i would say always that's what i would do if I, I in fact i did when i first started i used to put my nose on these paintings in, in the uh, the art shows and the and the uh, national gallery and so on to find out how the artists had tackled it. Mm. uh, But you've got the advantage. I didn't have the advantage of someone actually showing me how it was done. I had to guess it. You couldn't watch John Constable work, could you? (laughs) No, I would have loved to have done, but there you go. No, you know what I mean? But but now we've got the advantage of of, um, explanations, how it's done, and uh, seeing how it's done. But as far as the you know doing a complete picture is concerned i did wonder to start with whether i would be able to do it but because i started off with just pet portraits and they were okay and when i first when i did my first picture which was a complete landscape i was quite surprised that they could do it i could do it with the pastel pencil but i hadn't got the techniques under my belt by then so although it was good it was wanting but since then, we've now got the techniques under our belt and we can actually produce very successfully uh, a picture that well, you'll see a few next year that will blow your mind. What about uh, miniature work? I mean, um, you've done a few miniatures in the past. Would you, do you think you'd ever do a miniature 
tutorial? I could do. If people are interested, I would do it. Mm. Unfortunately, it's very hard for people to do because sharp pencils, you've got to have sharp pencils. That's in, really important. And you've also got to be able to work in, in miniature size. Yeah, It's not easy to do. Uh, this is why, generally speaking, I blow them up, Steve. If I do a picture... Uh, two-thirds A4 size, for instance, I blow it up to A4 size when you get it or when the, the, um, the members get it because I feel that it's easier for them because you've got more space to work in. In fact, I was looking at a picture and I did actually start this picture and abandoned it because it was a little face. Now, the face, I was making a really good job of this too. And I got as far as the you know putting the eyes and the nose and so on it was a, an old-fashioned type picture and i i looked at it and I, and I was struggling now i was struggling with sharp pencils on this portrait face and i thought well if i'm struggling the members aren't going to be able to do it and so i abandoned it hmm. simply because i you know you get to a point and that was like miniaturization it was the face was, let me see, it was about my thumbnail. Wow. That was the face. Now, I had eyes, I had eyelashes, <laughs> I had the nose, and I thought, you're going, you're going to be stupid here, Colin. So I abandoned it, and it, and it won't be seen. Now, I may do it again, though, Steve. I may do it again in A4 size, hmm. which means it's going to be, you know, a lot bigger than that, twice as big at least as that. So I, I've got to be careful what I do, and so... Looking at miniatures could present a little problem. I'm very happy to do it. One of the miniatures which I loved and still love to this day, uh, and I've got it hanging on my wall. It's only, what is it, three inches long by one and a half inches deep. Now, that's small, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the one of your sister uh, when she got married, remember, the, uh, and her husband mm. on the beach, and it was a beautiful picture. And I, as I say, uh, I, I did it twice. I did it once for my daughter, and then I did it again for me. I didn't want to print, so I did it again. So I've got one hanging on my wall, and she's got one hanging on her wall. But the little people, to give you some idea, well, you can probably guess how big they are. They are about, I don't know, how many, six or seven millimeters high now that's not very high steve now i had to get a head hair dress f feet shoes <laughs> yeah. legs no we didn't have the shoes on actually in fairness they were no. uh, they were on the beach now that would be lovely to do wouldn't it Is, <laughs> but, isn't that on your dvd yes oh yes it is oh yes it is steve yes yeah yes yes, yeah, yes. world of miniatures dvd which is in the membership ah yes yes you've reminded me yes it is but you see that that was a lovely one but my goodness me but but people would have bought that world of miniatures because they like miniature work yeah so so it was specifically designed for people who like it and i mean people wouldn't have picked it they wouldn't have it, we sold quite a few of them but they wouldn't have bought it um, you know, I mean, if they want it, it's there, isn't it? It's on the, um, it's on the site if they want it. Okay. But I don't know. It, it's a good question to po uh, to uh, pose uh, on this podcast that we want the, your feedback. If you want me to do a miniature, it will be. Uh, 
it definitely possible. I, I, I'd love to do it. St. Peter's Church was kind of almost miniature, wasn't it? It wasn't well, quite. They were very small, yeah. They were tiny, weren't they? But people did that. They managed that. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm quite happy to do it if people want me to do it. Hmm. So uh, it's out there, folks. Let me know. Great. Okay. Well, thanks, Angie, for that lovely email. Next one is from Jill. Uh, the new cat portrait is fantastic. I think she's referring to Lola. The lovely oh, right. Lola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I wanted to add that I really do like to see the reference photo. I hope you can continue to do this. It helps to see that you are how you are working out your colours and definitely helps anyone wanting to do commissions from photographs as I do. I also think it would be nice to work from the actual photograph in your tutorials as although your paintings are great, I feel that copying your actual painting is like copying another artist's style, if you see what I mean. Um, if you Okay, if you want to go down the forging route, so if you give the person the outline drawing and the reference photo, they can interpret it themselves and take on their own style. Just a thought, though, not a criticism. Uh, it, I think it's harder to try and copy your style as obviously no one can do that and consequently you end up with us doing a poor re- interpretation of a Colin Bradley masterpiece I hope you can see what I mean anyway I'm loving, loving all the new stuff especially the Border Collie that is really great Jill hmm. right well gosh I've got a lot to get through there haven't I first of all let's, uh, let's deal with the, the picture that's been uh, one of the problems I've had and people know the problems I've had is that I make a lot of them up. Now, I'm quite happy to supply a picture when possible, like the lion. Uh, we've just done the lioness. I, I happily supplied that. So, and, uh, and it was good for people to see. And uh, then I've got another one that I'm doing right now, where, again, I shall supply the picture with it. Gun low, though, of course, that was uh, supplied. But I can't do it all the time. It's just not possible to do it because I, I, I would have to, you would have to put all the references in and sometimes that's three or four references mm. and people will never be able to work that out, how I put, all to, put it all together. I also turn things around as well, yeah. the other way around. Yeah. So the original picture that I send you will look one way and I would do a picture to look the other way. So it, it, there are, I don't think that's going to be possible to do that every time. But certainly, yep, when I can, I will. And uh, there's uh, a few, as I say, coming up that will. But that might take a little time to sort of really get underway because this has only just been brought up recently. Yeah, a lot lot, of the pictures we've got. A lot of pictures already done. Just for instance, there was one one picture coming up. uh, I won't mention what it is, but it's a a bird that I did. And I had – that was a picture. I turned it round – Okay, I turned it round, so it faced another way. Then I made the background up almost entirely. <laughs> now, how am I going to possibly present that to... Uh, well, I, I can't. <laughs> the simple answer, I can't do it. And, uh, and also, when uh, I had to redesign the bird as well. Now, if I've got to try to explain to people how I did all that, you know, it'll take half a video up. So I'm not prepared to do that uh, now that so that's the first thing yes i will certainly do what i can to supply the picture and you'll have to put up with it if it's the wrong way around right <laughs> now um the other point is which i'm not altogether uh 
agree with Jill on her point about, you know, not copying. Actually, I did bring that up at the beginning again. It's funny how these yeah. things are working out. If you, I understand if you want to do your own thing, nothing wrong with that. Great. And as I said, pick up my techniques. Terrific. However, when you come unstuck, as people are coming unstuck, it's because they haven't kind of got the message. Now, doing my projects gives you the message. Now, if you, I would suggest that you do my projects or some of them or part of them um, and keep them to yourself. No need to tell anybody or say to anybody I've done them, but at least you see how I did a particular technique. Using mm, practice. Practice, that's right. And that's quite important. So yeah. although I, uh, I, come, I know where Jill's coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point because um, that's what the projects are there for, you know, and, and actually watching them and getting an idea and then is different from actually like putting it on paper and planning it out or planning a section of it out and actually doing that and understanding it through mm. doing the pictures as well. Well, also, it, cement it. That's, yeah, absolutely. And, and people see the, the, theme, the feedback show and seen how good a representation people are making of my pictures but it's still their style, very much their style, even though they're taking my picture and the way I did it. Yeah. It's still their style. But it also gives me an opportunity of comparing and say, look, do you see what I've done there? Well, you haven't done it. But if you do it, it'll look like mine. It's, it's a way of uh, adjustment, correction, and being able to see uh, what's – that's why we insist on people, um, you know – if they're going to copy one of their pictures, we, we insist on them sending their picture in, you know, their photograph in rather, because then I can explain to them, you know, why they've gone wrong, where they've gone wrong, which is the idea of the feedback. So what you, what you would do. Yes. Like if it was your piece. That, that's absolutely. Yeah. So there's lots of lots of combinations of all of these things, but uh, I, I think you've got to be um, when you're learning and we all are, I'm still learning and when you are learning, and you, you need to have as much help as you can get, even if it does mean copying. Do you know, I reckon all the great artists copied to start off with. Mm. I remember, this is nothing to do with, um, with painting, but I remember listening to Cliff Richard years and years and years and years ago. He, he uh, copied Elvis Presley when he first started. Yeah. Until... He found his own thing. Now, I know it's nothing to do with art and it's a completely different medium, but nonetheless, it's still the idea of being able to copy somebody, picking up the, the, uh, in, the in their case, the voice, the way they sang, the pronunciation, the style, and then do your own thing. Well, that's what we want people to do here. They want to use my pictures as learning curves. And it, we know that uh, for years now, people have been doing my pictures and have been selling them, you know, and you know, I tell them to put their name on it, not mine, put their name and sell it themselves. Uh, and that will continue to do that. So that's great news. So I kind of feel that it's not really, it's a personal opinion. Jill's uh, opinion is valuable to Jill, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily mean it applies you know, to everyone. Yeah. Mm, good, good topic for discussion. Thanks, Jill. It's, yeah. it's, a good, uh, it's a good reason for bringing that up. 
Um, the next one is from Jonathan. Jonathan says, uh, I'm hoping for some guidance on other skin tones of people like Latinos, indigenous people of Central slash Southern America and other parts of the world. Africans of deeper colour, Asians uh, of, of, and different facial types. My wish list would also include some complex hair, so curly, kinky, kinky, braided, blonde, white, salt and pepper, moustaches and beards and so forth. Am I asking too much for three ninety nine? I would gladly pay more to study the techniques of a whole human face, from baby faces to grizzly elders, flawed as we all are. <laughs> well, well, I am, you've got no really no problem. I can solve a few of the problems. First of all, the African child and lady, that is um, African. You've got no problem with that. That will give you the colours for that. You should be able to copy that. Uh, Renoir's picture of the chap with the beard, and um, that would work out very well. So it's two, two ticks I've got. And also we had another one with the beard, a, man, a man's oh, beard, Reynolds, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and we had that one as well. So, you know, we've got yeah, – the problem we've got, of course, is that I've got to do pictures that people want to do. Now, if I, if I followed um, – sorry, who was it again? Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan's lead and say, well, the next year I'm just going to do portraits, we'd lose all our members. Because they're not going to want to do that. They only want to do – their uh, respective things. And the biggest, of course, seller we have is animals. That's why we go down the animal route. We have to uh, curtail to our public. And uh, they, they want the animals. That's what they're going to get. Now, I have such a variety, as you know, of subject material. And this is what I like about the pastel pencils. It's capable of doing everything. And so, but, but uh, I will take it on board and... I, I can't do what Jonathan wants. What I would suggest is that perhaps there there are other sites that would just do portrait work. Mm. Uh, I don't know of any, but there might be, and that might be where he needs to go for that kind of thing. So as far as we're concerned, we will be bringing more portraits in, uh, definitely. Uh, you nearly did get one, that little thumbnail, uh, <laughs> and I've decided to ditch it but it's coming in again however though i've got to say although that would give you another face basically it's a portrait it's not a portrait it's a portrait plus a landscape plus some hands and plus other things so you're not necessarily hitting the nail where you want to hit it and and uh there there's plenty of hair and i know that what Jonathan means, he wants a variety of different subjects and different, um, let's say, skin tones and hairstyles and so on. But that's impossible for, to actually do that on, on the site. Nothing wrong with me putting the odd one or two in, slotting them in, because we're going to do more. Uh, people probably realise this now. We're going to actually be putting more uh, subjects up on the site mm. uh, because I'm turning them out of faster rate than steve can put them on at the moment which <laughs> yeah. is good which is good um so but i i i have thought about doing some smaller projects and this could be included you know the odd uh section rather than do a complete picture yeah do a technique mm. yeah we thought about this didn't we of, mm. Of, mm. Sort of cranking out some more um sections just showing different techniques mm. you know there's that that portrait of a lady which is just that close up on the face isn't it um that's right and the eye which is uh, a really good study 
Yes. Well, the the eye of that particular one has gone mad. I mean, we've done really an awful lot of views, thousands and thousands of views on that. So people do want that. And uh, I'm more than happy to do that, uh, to that kind of thing. Uh, So, you know, we we do take everything that everybody says on board. Mm. And if we can find a way of doing it, then we will. But that's the only way I can think of that we could uh, satisfy uh, Jonathan in this particular instance. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for the email. It's um, like I say, all everyone's feedback is valuable. It's why we continue to do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next one is from Stephen, and Stephen sent a really interesting email. We had a nice chat um, about coloured pencils, and he said, uh, "In coloured pencil, one technique is to use complementary colours in underpainting, and then work from them to the colours you want on top." i.e. a combination of green underpainting and then to various reds in order to achieve, for example, a red tomato. I noticed in one of yours and Colin's demonstrations, both of you are using greys and white underpainting and then to colour you desire on top. Does this technique of complementary underpainting work in pastel pencils? Um, Well, uh, I've never tried that, but... I'm more than willing for someone to try it for me. I don't need to because what I produce at the end of the day works. When you look at the picture of mine, you think, God, that works. It sounds... Sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. No, I... And I can say... So I... uh, Pastel pencils are slightly different, I've got to tell you, from a coloured pencil. Pastel pencils do not dry out. So whatever you put on is going to mix back into it. For instance, just say you go down the tomato route and you put a green on, and then you put the red on. Now, the green on the coloured pencil will be static. That will stay. That's not going to mix with anything. When you put a colour on top of it, the colour on top will have the reflection of that colour coming through. Mm. And any subsequent colour you put on will have the same effect. Now, if you try that with a pastel pencil, can you imagine what would happen? You put the green on, then you put the red on, and the red and the green would mix together and you get a sludge. Right. It's because it's more, it it mixes more. Mm, That's right. You're mixing it together. So what I do with pastel pencils is put, uh, there are complementary colours in fairness. Um, I'm just wondering, I can just explain to you. I'm doing a picture at the moment where I have a kind of a pinkish, brownish, greyish fur. Got it? Are you with me? Can you yeah. sort of imagine that? Now, what, what I had to, how do you get that? Because we haven't got a pencil like that colour, so you have to make it up. So I started off with a light grey. Okay, start with a light grey. And then I put uh, a darker grey on. Then I put a pink well, it's it's a sort of a fleshy, pinky colour. Then I put an ochre on. Then I put a brown on. And then I put the 175 sepia on. Now, all of that went together and it's produced a fantastic fur effect. Mm. But all those colours complement each other. Yes. If I, you see what I mean? Each one, each one that you put on, the next one you put on goes into it. So it met, it, it, met, it nestles into it. So you eventually end up with a colour. But by the time you put the dark colours on, like the brown mm-hmm. and the, uh, what did I say it was? Brown and uh, 
sepia, wasn't it? Dark sepia. Mm. That doesn't necessarily blend into the colour. It sort of lays on the surface more than blended in. You'll see when, when you see the picture, you'll see what I mean and what I'm after. Mm. So uh, this is the way I produce a picture. But if I just, if I had done followed um, the you know, the coloured pencil route, I'd have put all different colours on, and we would have ended up with a peculiar looking fur. It sounds like it's slightly different in that rather than starting off with a, the undercolours being mm. complementary, you start off with an absolute base like your grey mm. and then the colours that go on top of that, so like the mid-grey that sort of settles that tone and then the colours mm. go into that. Mm. Well, years ago, that's right, that's exactly how it done. But years ago, Steve, the uh, the old oil painters, when they used to put, they do an underpainting first before they started. Mm. If they had, a, they'd have a white canvas or, or, or a probably greyish canvas, light greyish canvas, I should think in those days. I'm talking about years ago, you know, hundreds of years ago when they used to do their pictures. And what they, they started off, and then they put a, a wash on. And that, that wash would dry out, yeah. okay? And then then they would then put an underpainting. They would underpaint the picture. The whole picture would be done in oil, underpainting. That would be left for sometimes months to dry out. Wow. And then they would then, on top of that, they put the oil on top. They'd put another uh, coat. So it's kind of three processes there. In fact, sometimes it's more than that. And then that would be a way of underpaying a similar idea uh, to what um, Jonathan's talking about. Steve. But with oil, you see, it doesn't dry, Steve. Uh, uh, yeah. Cut pencils does. Th- this email is from Stephen, not Jonathan. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Stephen. I'm getting you both mixed up. <laughs> That's me age, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, anyway, Stephen, um, get the idea. So yeah. underpainting, is, it's, it's a very well practiced and it works well. And from... From the colour pencil point of view, I think it probably could work very well. You've got to remember, too, we're working on a sand coloured paper. Uh, that's what I am. That's what I prefer to use. So this is why we use the whites and the ivories and the light greys to um, give that sand colour uh, a little bit of a head start. Because if you just went straight on to sand with the, gray, the dark greys or the other colours, you, you'd have you wouldn't be able to have um, a reception area for it. That's why we put the base colours on, cushion colours on. Mm. It's a whole different ball game with pastels. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting. I think we've talked about coloured pencils before on, on the podcast, but I don't know if we've come from quite this angle before. No. Uh, well, we're talking about colour pencils. We're not to- talking about um, watercolour pencil or anything like that. This is, mm. this is proper coloured pencils. The polychromos is a coloured pencil. Mm. And uh, there's lo- so, lo- so many others. And um, so you would, you'd, have, you'd have to work on a different system. But I know what John uh, Stevens coming from. Yeah. And, um, but no, it doesn't work with pencils. Well, I, but try it. Give it a go. But I think you'll end up with a bit of a peculiar colours. I would be interested to hear, and, and Stephen did come back to me and said he was going to give it a try and let us know. So, well, give it a try, but but don't do a complete picture. Do a little bit on a, on spare paper, because mm. I've got I've got my doubts as to whether any of that's going to actually work. Yeah. You see, when you the other thing, Steve, we've got I've been doing this for a long time, thirty years now, and uh, if if something like that worked better than the way I do it, I would have done it. 
yeah, you kind of figured yeah. out the. Why would you? Why would I at this stage of the game uh, change my change of style like that? You wouldn't want to do it because all the things that I do, all the things that I produce, uh, are um, well received and look good. Uh, so, and that is also, I've got to say, quite an. Ex- you'd have to be quite experienced to be able to do that kind of thing. Mm. So, you know, good word of warning. Interesting, though. It'd be interesting. Oh, of course it is. I'm, I'm not averse to anybody coming up with a, a, a different idea or a new idea. I'm coming up with them all the time myself. Hmm. Almost on, a, well, almost every picture that I do, I find something different in it, something new, some new little technique I can use. Hmm. Excellent. Well, thanks, Stephen, for the email. I look forward to hearing how that goes. And um, that's the end of our emails for this time and our last podcast of the year. Wow. So um, I'm really glad we brought them back. Did we bring them back early this year? I think we brought yeah. them back early this year. So Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we did a Christmas special last year. That's right. But we yeah. didn't bring it back. But now we've brought it back. So that's right. So the podcast in 2016. that's right yeah and the feedback show we hadn't we hadn't uh, developed that that was something new wasn't it something new well both both of these are going down well uh, and that's the important thing it's it's a learning curve we're learnt being we're teaching people uh, all the time with the podcast with the feedback show with all the videos it's a learning game and 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 I'm sure that people probably can't get enough of it I wouldn't if I was in on their in their shoes, and uh, I had a passion for something like this. Yeah. The pastel pencil has got so much potential, though. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and and we we as I said, I'm pushing the boat out now with with new ideas and new things that we can do. And next year we'll be we'll be continuing with the animals certainly. Um, we, we do more animals than anything else simply, as I said, because people want them. And I love doing them, I've got to say. And uh, so that, that will continue. But we, we're going to look at impressionism as well. I want, to, I want to bring that out more because I want people to do backgrounds, more backgrounds. And learning impressionism is a good way of, of getting your hand in. Anyway. Yes, that's that's my that's my uh, plan for the future. Excellent. Good. Well, um, we look forward to seeing more of your work. Feedback show we're going to be doing next week. So even between Christmas and New Year, we'll still be working. Um, oh yes. yes. So we've already got lots of submissions for that show. So and there's one thing. I, can I just one one thing I would like to add? Um, um, Gabrielle, uh, who has been uh, featured many times on our feedback show and in the podcast with the questions she's brought in, she very kindly sent me a little gift, oh. and I, I wanted to I wanted to say thank you to her. It's a good way of of, of doing it, and uh, a, a Christmas card, and I much much appreciate it. And yeah. uh, be assured it's going to be put to good use yeah so thanks thanks gabriel it was great and we, we had a few people send us their christmas cards as well which was lovely that they'd produced with the various um christmas card yes. pictures which was really nice to see too well it, it is steve isn't it it's lovely that um, we're getting it, it's so productive 
And this is what I love to see. Yeah. So well done. And I, I, I would say, for Steve signs off, um, thank you for all the, uh, the support you've given us, Steve and I, over this year. We all very much appreciate it. And I would personally like to wish you, and my wife uh, would like to wish you a very happy Christmas and a great new year. Same. Same from here. Good. Oh, not my wife. I don't have a wife. But not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I won't let her listen to this. <laughs> um, excellent. Okay. Well, thanks uh, everyone for tuning in this year. And we'll see you next year. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk.